Archers, attack! Keep firing! Let none escape! Another down! Do not relent! Welcome back to another episode of Do Not Relent, Gay Edition! Prologue, <laughs> baby! Let's go! I'm Side Whistle. It's Immunization. And it's me, Slarm, Proudmore's newest edition. That's right, you may have heard, Trey Chat's fallen father has finally made his return, and he's leveling a Zandalari Paladin on Proudmore? Also, why'd you make it on Proudmore? You're complaining with you on Illidan. But, like, welcome back to WoW. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's nice to have you back. I can only assume... You're going to be sitting in the first Daza boss and cosplaying as one of the bad guys there. That's usually how it goes with them Zandalari peoples, if you know what mm -hmm. I mean. Every Zandalari paladin. It's a real, like, uh, Junji Ito story where it's like, I tried so hard to be a member of the Horde, but this is my spot. I have to fill it. I have to sit here in the first dun or the first raid boss of Daza. And if you're new here to the podcast, we always kick off our show with a little something special called the Top Toot Bottom Boot Medium Move. We have always put it right here and never anywhere else. I'm going to go first. This week, I got a big, fat, because it's the Boat Bash, baby. No, the Boat Bash is gone by now. But. Yeah. <laughs> The, the, the boat bash is gone by the time we're recording this, so it's especially gone by the time you are hearing this. But it did happen since the last time we've recorded and have released an episode. And this this year's was special, right, boys? It was like a multi-day affair. Has it always been three days, or do we have uh, we always just showed up on the last day? <laughs> I think we just always show up on the last day. I really could not tell you. I can fully tell you. I don't mean to tell on myself here. I was like, boat bash, June 8th, here we come. And then I checked the calendar, and it was like, yeah, ends June 8th. I was like, oh boy, I missed out on a lot of boat bashing this year. You know what? Maybe it has always been three days, but we're like, it in the past, we just called it boat day. So I was like, it's just one day, right? <laughs> I, I I also missed boat day. <laughs> I was like, we got three days to do this bitch. Let's go. And then I didn't use any of them. But it means I, I finally get to use an Auga because they will let me do it during this week. Yes. Um. Wait, you you didn't so, even log in in the last day to like look at a boat. I, I forgot. I, I I was I was ready to do it. Um, on the sixth or whatever the first day was, and I'm like, let's do it. But that was reset day, and it was so fucky. Right? Wasn't it fucky? Mm -hmm. It was weird, and so like, I had problems. And then raid happened, and then, I, you know, I just forgot. Because we raid Tuesday and Wednesday, and now it's Thursday, and I miss boat day. <laughs> I, di I did log in just to go on Gelbin 2 to look at his boat, forgetting that all of the allied races have the same standard boat. And I was like, that's a shame. And then I left. So you had the little little kayak? Yeah, it was just like the little brown kayak. There's nothing special about any of the allied race boats. I will forever say, though, they're, even a basic one is better than the, what, my, like, Draenei one, which is, like, somehow less nice than a standard kayak. Even Growlina's broken-down boat with a torn sail is somehow manages to be more impressive than the Draenei boat. It's got character to it. 
Um, okay, but my, my my auga, which for those at home who don't know, an auga is the biggest, supremest thing you could ever get. I'm getting eye rolls from immune. <laughs> it's bigger than a top toot. My auga this week is uh, I killed the jailer woo, over woo, the weekend, woo, 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 woo. and that fight is not fun. I mean, it is fun, but I am so I'm good. I'm good at this game. I'm pretty good at this game. <laughs> I don't know and... if you guys know this. I may be maidenless, but this is certainly not a skill issue when it comes to my deeps. I would call myself pretty mechanically sound. I do a lot of research. I I I want to I, I want to contribute the most that I can. I, for the life of me, cannot stay alive on heroic jailer. No matter what I fucking do, I would be dead before phase three. I don't think I ever. I think once I made the phase three alive, and everyone else died but me. And majority of our wipes, you died in phase one, just from being like thrown into a hole or being as um you coined um what what was the phrase you called it? Okay, this isn't even fair because the amount of times I got fucking dunk tanked. You, you know how dunk tanked. <laughs> you know how there's like you know there'd be that bully in the dunk tank pit and your favorite uh, TV show on the Lifetime Channel, and you would throw like a little baseball at him and dunk him, or you know of course, or whatever. yes. So the jailer fucking does that. He's the bully in the situation. So there are he has these like little platforms um, on the ground, these gray little diamonds, and occasionally. I'll just randomly open up. And sometimes the whole floor will be covered in shit and schmooze that your uh, raid mo- your raid team has dropped in the wrong area. And you're trying to avoid it. And so you go to the only safe spot, which is a gray diamond. And I'm standing on this gray diamond in a sea of shit. And uh, then it fucking drops from beneath me and I fall to my death. And I'm like, I couldn't do anything about this. Shine gray like a diamond. She's coming back. She is. I she is, though. She she pooped she out is. ASAP Rocky's little kid and she's like I'm the music's coming back. Didn't she say she, didn't she make an announcement that she's doing music again? Well, I don't trust her though because literally two years ago she said that the album was ready and it's coming soon. Winky, winky face. face. So I don't know. You're the reason she left and you don't trust her. I don't want to hear any more about Rihanna. You leave Riri out of this. Um, she, she was like, I hope everyone's ready for my new music. And then she goes and she listens to this. She was like, mm, Fairweather fans, see you in 2036. Um, but yeah, uh, it was great. I liked it. I'll, I'll, I'll talk about it more after this. That's just my quick top two. Oh, good. What about you, Aaron? What do you got? Well, I'm going to have to snatch the crumbs right out of Immunization's mouth and say that my top toot of the week is that the two of us were featured on fellow Warcraft podcast Thrall's Balls. We are on episode 48, Withbethethev. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was nice to go back. I feel like the first time all three of us were on there was one of their first episodes. Um, they've come a long way now. I feel like I feel like it was just yesterday that we were on there, but now all of a sudden they've had like almost a full another full year of episodes. So, it and it it really was interesting going into someone else's recording studio and having it be like wild man energy. Usually when I've done interviews in the past, it's just like, oh, yes, hello, sip, 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 I'm on the Whispers of Warcraft. We're all very, very calm. It's 10 a.m. This was fun to be like, ah! we were goofing around beforehand. We were goofing around afterwards. It was it was a real hoot and a holler. Go ahead and listen to that on your favorite podcast distribution network.
Well, I mean, it had to be a hoot and a holler in a wild time because that was actually one of the clauses in our contract. Um, we very clearly made them sign a contract about what we had to talk about, uh, how often we had to talk, if we had to participate in any of their activities, and our proper compensation. So we have received our payment. We're good to go. So go listen, guys. Yes, and I shall not mention the fact that I put in my rider that I wanted all yellow M&Ms, and they did fill the bowl with orange, but they're good guys. They'll get it next time. I would have been there, but I was on a podcast with the King of Brussels, so you know I was I was doing Ooh, big time stuff. You were on Brussels the... Sprouts, Brussels' biggest gardening podcast? For, yeah, dude. Welcome to the Brussels good. Sprouts. Uh, slide whistle. How was, how's your carrot doing today? My carrot's doing fine, King. How's yours? You know, just a lot of that. It, a lot of really visited. good, like, and, and what's. It's, and so, ors. it's so cold in Brussels this time of year. It withered. It's and yes, I'm looking for. I said and or or and if. <laughs> Anyways, check back next week where we grow a big pumpkin. So, Immune, what did you do? (laughs) What is your TTBBMM other than growing a big pumpkin? Well, you know, there are several big pumpkins that were grown, um, but my top dude... (laughs) My top dude is that... (laughs) Is that... uh, We we had a very successful night of M Plus the other night where we timed 220s, both of the um, Tazavesh ones... Ooh, and I can tell you, streets, that is not easy to beat on any level. I'm a grown-ass man. Put me in a street zero, I'm gone. So we found out that you need to time both of them in order to get a portal. So we got them both, which is nice. And also, this, these are all my hunters. So like, these are some of my first timed high, high, high keys on my hunter, which is definitely part of the reason for it being a top two. Toot-toot! Also, you said you said hi hi, and I just gotta say shout out to hi hi puffy Amiyumi. Hi hi puffy Amiyumi. I'm, I, you still got shooters out here. You still got fans. My my favorite hi hi puffy Amiyumi thing is that in my head there is a 55 year old man named Mister Confess who has glasses and a big goatee and is ex military. And the amount of times that this teacher in middle school said the phrase hi hi puffy Amiyumi is like a hundred. Was he a was big this, fan? Was he a hater? was his son's favorite show and but like this this is like a military he's working he has a crew cut he's the most serious he's like chewing and smoking on his like lunch break like outside the parking lot and, and watching like, high high puffy on, the <laughs> on his phone i love these little japanese girls i really well, identify I don't. with cats <laughs> i don't know if you back in the back in the day then you could have watched it on your phone <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, he 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 had he had colon surgery because he had a too long colon. He had a hole in it, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm back from colon surgery. I was watching a lot of high high puffy MU with my son Jonathan. Let me tell you, the Japanese have a pretty interesting way to make cartoons." And I'm like, "Is that even a Japanese cartoon? <laughs> was it just like yeah, Americanized?" <laughs> I don't think it is. I think it was like Teen Titans, where they were like, "It's the anime style." Wild, Mr. Convitz, if you're out there listening, I, th- I think about you way too much, way more than I should. <laughs> And if you've made it this far, congrats. Welcome to the inner circle. Welcome to the next level of auditory World of Warcraft entertainment. As a reward for making it this far, you will be not the first probably because we're going to use the internet to get us out there later about our new contest for Pride Month. 
Pride Month contest. It's finally our time. Our time for contests. Yeah, so we decided to bring back the Pride of Proudmoore. Two. Two. Part two. The squeakle. We are debatably one of the gayest podcasts in existence, as we do indeed have two hosts that regularly make out in bed. <laughs> they even got a bigger bed to make out more. Yo, that should have been my fucking auga. Do you realize how much I I went to go lay down when I got off work in my new king bed? We had a full, and now we have a king. That's ridiculous. I passed out for two hours. I was supposed to record like an hour ago, and I'm like, huh, I can't get out. I'm trapped. It's a very nice bed, and this is probably the nicest thing that has happened to improve our lives in a long time, probably. Welcome to the Inner Circle, where you get pillow talk from the gays. <laughs> and pillow talk from the straight. But I'm not going to talk about sexual relations, I'm going to talk about the quality of my pillow. I took the cover off recently to wash it, and I haven't put it back on yet. Oh, it happens so fucking much, I hate that. Okay, anyway... So we're doing a contest. Here we go. Aaron, hit him with the deets. We're going to keep it simple this year. We want you to take a picture, snap a snapshot, at one place in the world of Warcraft in any of the realms that you think no one's photographed. ka -chow. We're talking about the highest of peaks. We're talking about the deepest of depths. We're talking about the dustiest of corners. I want a place that you, and only you, Oh, it's so hoty. <laughs> have, have, have seen and share it with us. Holy shit, are we in after dark mode already? Wow, we're, we're I'm just afraid this episode. Uh, but yes, take a picture. We're in an area you think nobody has taken a screenshot before. And if two of you send us a screenshot, of the same place, you both die. I'm sorry, there's there's nothing we can do about it. You have to go. <laughs> Welcome to Pride Month. Here's threats of violence. But no, uh, we will just be like, rad. And then we won't tell you. Uh, so really put some thought into it, because you don't want every Tom, Dick, and Harry to photograph the same place. So... Towards the end of the month, we will pick our two favorite top secret location winners. And we have some prizes picked out. And by pick, we're probably going to put them through a randomizer and just shuffle them up. We're that's, not that's good fair. with anxiety. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anyone to feel bad. Random picks. And the prizes, like Mune was saying, for the second second pick which is determined by our robot not us not us will be the gayest pet you can find on the, the battle shop it's up Just to your us. discretion will it be arky with its big bisexual energy will it be little kt the power bottom oh my it's totally xt dude it's totally little xt we won't judge Whatever pet you want will be yours if you are the second place. I don't know. For some reason, I just feel like Shadow is a gay icon. I was I was looking at them earlier, like, which one of these do I think is the gayest? And I do think Shadow gives off big gay energy. Only because I think a lot of it's the purple. But also, Bright Paw? I mean, come on. Daisy gives me big 
like lesbian energy. Something about her. And you may be wondering, what do we get for being first place? What we'll tell you. Okay, so we were gonna give away a Blizzard Pride shirt. They have Pride merch where 100% of their stuff goes to, I believe, an Orange County Pride uh, organization. Yes, LGBTQ Center Orange County. However, the shirts, they didn't have all the sizes. They didn't have medium, they didn't have some of the XLs. And I'm like, well, if we're gonna give away a shirt, I wanna make sure that they have all the sizes available so people, you know, no, no one wants a shirt that they can't wear. So we switched it out for the World of Warcraft Grateful Murlocs Jinx tie-dye t-shirt. It's literally just a rainbow tie-dye t-shirt with some of the cutest Murlocs running across the chest and boobs this area. This could be yours for sending us a simple picture. And, and whoa, look at that symmetry. No, wow. you take it away here, bud. Wow. And and to match the good deed that Blizzard tried to do with their snoozer merch. <laughs> Me so sleepy. We will be matching the price of the shirt with a donation to an LGBTQ plus organization. Did we agree on the Trevor Project? We're probably going to just donate to the same one Blizzard is to Might make, it, as well the make it the same. And, that, and you know what? You guys gotta go to their website. You guys gotta look at the Pride merch. You gotta look at the Pride socks. I wanted to give away the Pride socks as a joke, but I thought that'd be too cruel because these have to be some of the worst Pride socks I've ever seen in my life. There's no way, there's no way that gay employees sign up on this. <laughs> I applaud their effort to have Pride merchandise, but... It's like, and I said it before, I said it last year, I said it the year before that. We need to get also some people who can make creative designs in there because these socks are rough. I just want to say these socks are probably some of the most homophobic pride merch I've ever seen. These are indeed, dare I say, somehow some of the straightest socks I've seen. Yeah, it's Not the, 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 the gray stripes, the distinct like toe zone. It's very much like dad's Hanes energy. <laughs> now they're $20 socks. So I, I, I imagine they're probably, yeah, it says good at moisture wicking and a balanced compression. I'm not arguing with any of that, but that is, you don't have to make them gray. Make the whole sock white and make the band a little longer and we good. Get me on that design team. I'll make some good merch for y'all. Anyway, quick summary, two prizes. Gay's pet, cool Murloc shirt. We give money to gays for that shirt. You give us picture of you in zone nobody else has ever taken picture of. Thank you. <laughs> Why use more word? <laughs> you can submit these images to our Discord, do not relent.com, our email address, do not relentpod at gmail.com, or tag us in a post on our social medias. Do not relent pod for Twitter and do not relent on the IG. Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and make a new channel for this contest within our Discord like we did for our last contest. So keep a lookout for that one. Well, I like that, I like that. All right, gays and straights and whatever the fuck you are, send us some pictures, let's have some fun. <laughs> Are, are, 
who who is the gayest wall podcast? Is it us? Not to make it a, not to make it a contest. Not to make it a contest. I mean, I th- two out of three is pretty good odds. We're we're up there. We're up. How many of them are making out? How many of them are making out? I think that's a key point. You know what I mean? That's very true. We can prove it. <laughs> and if you want that, subscribe to the Do Not Relent p- Patreon. Imagine that was the secret, like, final prize. You know how in Spongebob there's that secret that he has in the box and it's that picture? It's just me Little and him making out in the know. box. The third place winner gets a picture of two of the hosts kissing. <laughs> Signed by the saliva. <laughs> Don't talk a loogie on it and put it in the mail. Well, I mean, I guess 20 minutes into the show, we should probably talk about actual World of Warcraft now. Hey, hey, hey we did for the, a little bit in the first half. Um, <laughs> I want to go back to the Jailer kill. Just, I want to come back from that. I wanted to get into this. I cannot imagine this fight pre-nerf. Nerfed, I was, I mean, we did it. We got the 4% pre-nerf, but it was one pull out of like a million. Like, this shit's hard. I think Anduin's harder. Pre, all pre-nerfs, but that's easy to say when you can't get past Anduin to see the jailer, mm-hmm. right? Like, see how, much, how would you know? It's just, it's it's a long one. There's so much to fuck up. And I am a little worried about our raid once we get there in Unomas. We've been struggling a bit on Rigalon. We're, we are getting it, but... Yeah, I was going to say, I guess, a quick update about, like, our group uh, in raid is that we basically just progged on... Rigalon, all like well we just we cleared up to our then, bodies yeah. yeah slapped our bodies into him we were pulling him with like 50 percent remaining and yesterday the best we got was 11 percent remaining unfortunately it was at the end of his little dps cycle so now it's about numbers yeah and you know, the numbers will come, too, when people get more mechanically confident in the other parts where they can maximize their DPS. But, yeah, we hit the DPS check with 11% of his health left, which doesn't feel great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we had a lot of people dead. And, again, this guild is has leans more towards the older side of the age bracket. So it takes them just a little bit longer to pick up mechanics, but I can there, feel... There was, there was a distinct visual and auditory issue that people were having trouble with. Well, I will say, the the cir- those Dark Eclipse cir- circles that you have to soak in, sometimes they're kind of hard to see, especially the ones that are about to expire. Because when they're about to expire, they fade to, like, really light gray that's, like, almost the same color as the floor, and the giant, like, arrow above them fades away as well, I think. I'm also really curious how much of this is a range versus melee thing. As a melee, I am actively ducking and dodging and dipping and weaving in between these pools so I don't accidentally grab one. As range, you guys probably don't even have to interact with the pools yeah, once you kill the yeah, quasars, they, right? Yeah, they can just sit there and even the the lines, the like spider web of dangerous lines... Most range people I see just kind of scoot a little bit out of the way because they're not the people being that are being attacked is what I'm trying to say. Because like I I, I see them like I I see a lot of them and I I just think a lot of the issue is when you're ranged and you have to come into melee to find your spot and there's so much blue and gray everywhere it really hides it and makes it hard to see everything. 
Also, I think a lot of our wipes were because people from the second group of uh, eclipses that needed to soak were snatching up pools from the people from the first group that still were needing to find theirs. So then it wiped us. Yeah, so like there would be times when I was second group and I would be killing a quasar and somebody from the first group who I can see the counter over their head counting down three, two, one, and I'm killing it and I'm like, get in, get in, get in. But they're they're trying to be polite to let me get it. And I'm like, no, 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 you have to take this one, not me. So there's a lot of confusion about that. I made a pretty good suggestion about having the side split between melee and range, which could also be groups. You could do like groups one through three on the left side, groups four through six on the right side, because then you wouldn't have the problem of people stealing your field, right? Sometimes I would be standing over a quasar field ready to jump into it, and a range would come all the way over from nowhere, and they would step in my circle, and now all of a sudden I'm like, uh, I have to find a quasar right now to break, because I was going to do this one, and they took it. I think you're starting a little melee range feud here that you don't want to start, because what I was referring to earlier is there was several pulls where I was part of the first round of people, and I, I play range, I play BM Hunter on raid, and I needed to soak, and... I didn't get one in the first first round or whatever, and I was killing a Quasar, and then as I was like 70% done with killing a Quasar, somebody from, from Melee comes up with also needing to soak, and I start like having the countdown above my head, and he like edges up and like stands on top of it as we're killing it so that he could start trying to soak it. So then I'm like, no, I'm going to stand more on top of it than you. Luckily, I was chosen as the one to soak it, but... Okay, that happened to me, and I, I was like, okay, do I do I use comms to say move? No, no, hang, hang, hang with me. The answer is yes, right? But there's kind of like this weird energy right now where people are like really frustrated, and I think I think calling them out over comms, being like move, would not help anything at all. So I'm like, <laughs> I just have you. to, I have to eat it. I have to eat it. I have to eat it. There was because... a there was a distinct moment last night where I saw someone running towards thing, and I just got on comms and I said, "That's my hole." I heard you. I heard you say that. <laughs> and like when you said that, for some reason, I just thought of like um, that one Shark Tank invention with a uh, uh, bullet ball, and it's like my point. <laughs> my point. <laughs> At the end of the day, Jim, what if this doesn't pan out? What will you have? I'll have bullet ball. Oh, he's rich now. He, he did it. There were a lot of whispers going around after that wipe. I whispered the person who needed to know. But then I, when I made the suggestion to Lynn, the raid lead, he decided to make it public. And then I, I was like, he was like, who did it? Who did it? And I'm like, I don't want to call them out. I, 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 we already hashed it out. We already handled it. You know what I mean? And, and then he was like, it, was, it only could have been you or one other person. And I'm like, okay, well, now everyone knows it's the one other person. And then that person got mad, right? Did you guys hear that? Mm-hmm. They were not she happy. Getting, and then, she was getting upset. And, but, but, like, I, I, I literally, I was like, I, I don't want to, I literally don't want to make it up. It's, I, we are, it's, it's good. We can figure, we can, we'll get this, we'll get this, we'll get this, we'll get this. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, people were a little testy last night because, um, 
we were making such good prog on it last week, and it got nerfed as well, so, like, we really should have probably gotten it down, but, you know. Another another factor is the other team, Uno Mas 1.0, did beat the Jailer. That, yeah, then this always happens, or always, as in, like, this current patch, or expansion, where we have two raid teams now, and the other one progresses really, really faster than us. Which is fine. Who cares? I mean, we did make the damage split equally, and they moved it all around because they wanted to make their friends. That's okay. But now, whenever they they killed the jailer while we were proccing on Rigalon, and no matter what you do, that's gonna deflate some people. Mm-hmm. I didn't. De- I already had AOTC, so it didn't deflate me. But I could see the deflation in the room because you know the spam gets the, your check is spam with achievements. You're on Rigalon doing well, and then we like nuked it immediately. We bombed. We we died immediately. Uh, and the and the thing that gets me is I saw people gratzing, and I was like, okay, that's a robot. And then I saw people gratzing during the poll, like a couple seconds later, and it's like, are you in here typing? Get in your hole. I Stop typing. Who types? I, dude, Dima, <laughs> I I type way too much during polls. I I'll be in Discord typing in Discord during a poll. <laughs> I've done it before. Yeah, I have seen it. He's like, oh, he's like convoking, and he's like, oh yeah, I have like three seconds to to type to Discord right now. I'm like, no, you really don't. Like, if anything, I I should be the only one typing because I do have a mechanic where I have to sit there for eight uninterrupted seconds. Sometimes I give guide advice (laughs) during pulls. They'll be like, where do I get the heirlooms from? And I'm like, oh, convoke. Just go to Iron Forge. Go to Hall Explorers, and then (laughs) and then I'm out. I'm out. But yeah, on top of the fact that like they got AOTC, they also basically announced that they did their achievement run on the second night on normal, got all of those, I think, right? Or maybe they have a few left for next week, but they basically said that after they're done with their achievements, their the other group is done raiding for this tier. They they um I guess they were frustrated enough on their chase to AOTC that they don't want to come back ever again. So we'll be the only guild group running. Yeah, so this happened in officer chat, which the um, public wouldn't have seen. But it was basically just a raid lead cat up being like, yeah, we're done after after achievements were finished. We're not raiding anymore. People are burned out. I've noticed um, the old the old guard, the old sneaky guard of their own private dungeon groups, they're now playing classic. So they're really into classic right now. So I think like that's like five players that want to do that. And then she was saying how... There were some members of the raid team that didn't get AOTC that are going to join us. And I was sitting here like, okay, like, I get that we're one guild. And we are one guild. But, like, we're responsible now for your raiders because you're going to stop raiding. And now we have to pick up people who weren't there. And, like, I'm who wasn't there? I want names because we can't afford many more, you know, carries. Yeah, it's got to be, you got to kind of know what you're doing. Adding more people who are just like, I'm touring the area, would love to check out what's going on, will not help, unfortunately. I do think there probably are a few people on their team that just want to continue raiding each week that will come over and help us. So, I mean, like, June did it, like, last week when they weren't raiding. I assume she probably will, too. I think she just likes raiding. Yeah, I think June and Honors will come over. And that's great because, like, this has also been one of our main problems. One of our healers has been on vacation for the past three weeks. And he's been very in and out on us. You know, he's, he's a busy man. And so we have just been with the 
with running with a really weird comp. I think we, we honestly our raid comp is probably one of the most unideal <laughs> you can run. <laughs> yeah, like I was switching back and forth between my hunter and my priest depending on what we needed for each fight, and then like if, like if I switched to my priest, then we were almost too heal heavy, and we almost ran into enrage on Lords of Dread. <laughs> And then, like, sometimes we don't have fort buff, or we don't have paladin um, auras, and sometimes we don't have, like, it's just like we, like, mix in, but we have, we have not had a demon hunter in years. Well, I will say, our default state of our raid team is no fort buff, because, like, I was not intending to raid here on my priest at all, and I'm, like, one of the... Uh, actually, did the, did the other group even have a priest? No. I don't think they did. Kata's alt is a priest, but, like, she just brought her alt this week for their achievement runs i don't like normally i don't think they have a priest either <laughs> yeah but they're they have mechanically sound players more so than we do that's just really the crux of it too and then like you know I, as you said time and time again our raid team doesn't really run with a plus and so that just comes with like less stamina less main stat everything so we've been we we've been dragging more and more people through them to show them it's not it's not that bad 15s are fantastic they feel great i love 15s let's run 15s people yeah so we've like one by one like been showing people like hey it's not that bad you're only like 25 minutes say eh? and then you get a 278 piece in your vault huh <laughs> and then i was about to say that's and then that's the it I have been running so many 15s. I've just been doing a bunch of Mythic Pluses in general. I never get anything out of the end chest. And I don't know why. Am I just, like, supremely unlucky? So at this point, I'm just like, well, it's an investment in the future. Yeah, the, the, what's great is that with Valor being uncapped, you can, like, once you get a piece, you're going to upgrade the fuck out of that shit. <laughs> yeah, because, um... One, you're you're close now. I think to the, like your rating yeah. where you can maximum upgrade them, and then then you can just use all your valor for a piece to get it up to two seventy two, which is almost max. Yeah. So I mean, like, I think this is we're we're gonna get it. It's just gonna take a lot of time, like it always does. <laughs> I feel like this is the story of like our rating career with like this guild. No matter what, it's gonna take a little longer than normal. But I. I I can't get over how hard this raid tier is. I love it because I raid with three different, four different teams. But like, if I was, if I was only in this guild, I, I would hate it because it's just so many, there's so much loot that I don't have that I wouldn't, you know what I mean? Like we're so behind. I feel like. I guess that is the nice thing about the spot that Mythic Plus is in right now is you can get like max level gear just off Mythic Plus in your vault, basically. So you don't even need to do raid or i mean obviously you don't need to do mythic i mean like i guess that's something we haven't talked about on the podcast either is that with dogs with jobs we cleared a vigilant guardian on mythic Ooh. oh yeah i forgot about that yeah we killed i didn't get anything of course but it's still nice to have that done i think I, my prediction is we're gonna kill skolex with also jobs will we kill a third i actually don't know because they're having the problem with getting 20 again People are probably going to get a little burned out. We have people that are in, like, they're double dipping in Mythic Guilds. And so, like, they can't come to, like, the, the Dr. Jobs raid. They go to a different Mythic raid. And I'm like, whoa, like, so, like, the body count is going to be hard to fill 20. I don't know. I'm I'm predicting Skolex and maybe a third at the very end if we're lucky. I feel like, Artificial. you know, and I, I, I know nothing of you, of this group, but... 
I believe I in you guys. Aaron, you guys you can kill. You don't know us after 182 episodes. You do not know us. Yes, that is the entirety of our friendship. Is just this show. But I believe you guys can kill the sausage. That is true. I don't even know what Mythic adds to the sausage. I can't. Just like, there's two orbs now. Okay, we'll kill them both. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like, cool. A lot of classes would rather there be two orbs, right? Watch, watch is like the sausage, like the hardest boss. <laughs> We're making fun of there's it. Just, there's know. just an Wouldn't entirely second misogyny there. There's just, <laughs> it's like, I've invited my twin sister. Shabakin. The bacon's really. <laughs> I'm the sausage. She's the bacon. Let's go. <laughs> and you know who's bringing the bacon? Who? It's me, Growlina. Did someone say bacon? Bacon, bacon. Ba, 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 fading away. Welcome back to Growl on the Prowl, the little bit of sunshine in this big, complicated world of ours. I'm here today with Clem Boo. Clem, my man, what's been on your mind as of late? Well, I was just thinking the other day, how cool would it be if we hunters could just rind our pets? Hmm. Well, most of these things have mount models. You're saying it would be different from just pulling out one of those? Well, yeah. You do a little animation when you hopped on them, ride along for a bit, and then you hop off when it's time for killing. What if your pet was too small? I've seen a Pandaren hunter with a bug pet before, or a little rabbit. How would he go about riding one of those? Well, he, he just wouldn't. Just the cool ones can be ridden, I guess. Only the cool ones. So, what would you categorize as the cool ones, just so I can be sure? The dinosaurs, mostly. Well, I think we just got to the root of our issue. Blizzard, let us ride our dino friends. You can leave all the rest on the ground. We just want to hop up on a T-Rex. Until that demand is met, I'll be here, me and Growl, at the midpoint of the program. Thanks for the break, Growlina. I got a drink of water, I checked my stocks, and I'm back. And we're all back. And I just want to start off the second half here with a few 9.2.5 things that we haven't talked about yet. And, okay, first off, real quick, this is just a little quick one. Um, I didn't even realize that there was a cinematic after the um, Dark Ranger storyline, because I... I don't know, like, if it was just, like, bugged and not procking. Like, I saw Kelia and Lillian walking, like, into the building, like, the chapel where, mm-hmm. you know, Arthas went down. But, like, I assume you follow them and that's when it's supposed to happen. But it never happened for me. So I literally just had to look it up on YouTube and watch it. Yeah, same. I I went in and did not. It did not trigger, so I had to go to the the Wowhead boards. That's a really unfortunate problem. Wait, which one is this? Is this is this the one where this it's... is? We did talk about it briefly last week, but it's the one where Kalia ta- reflects on her legacy as a Menethil, 
And Lillian Voss is like, we, we are independent people. We are not our legacies. Yeah, and then we did m- reference how uh, Lillian has a new model in it, basically. I just wanted mm. to, to talk about how I think it's bugged, because like, I d- did the quest twice and it never appeared for me. And maybe It, it can't just be a Horde exclusive, right? It maybe it is, but also like I feel like our history of new cinematics bugging at the end of a quest chain is definitely higher than what like sixty percent on like the first like month of it being released. It's pretty high. Yeah, it's like I I get as like I'm sure when when they undid like the faction stuff, things got really fucking weird, and things did get weird. Um, in battlegrounds, if 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 you were in a cross faction battleground, sometimes you couldn't hurt a member of your own team on the so like if there was an alliance on the horde team, you couldn't hurt them. They were they were immune to your damage and and you to theirs. So things got fucked up supremely with this patch. I just I, I don't know if I mentioned this last week, but it's so fucking weird when you like group up in Mythic Plus with the Horde and like you get to the summoning stone and there's a portal and then they're like Yeah, you can't click on it. No, no, you can. And then, and then they're like, click on this portal, and I'm like, where are you? And I'm like, Oh, your name's Orange. I have to click on that portal. <laughs> I, I thought you couldn't for whatever reason I thought you could not click on it, so I guess I just never helped. <laughs> I, just, I just folded my arms and I was just like, I don't know, get the undead to do it. That's why you keep getting the mean hordies. Uh, so there's another cinematic we haven't talked about yet, and I haven't seen this one in game either. Have you guys? The one with Anduin and Sylvanas? Yes, yes, I did. I haven't watched it in game. I have ran past that bird that fucking Taronda banished to the maw, and I'm like, I know what this quest is. I watched it on YouTube during my break, so I'm good. Yes. So as referenced. You go to the big pit into the Maw, and Dorother, Taranda's owl, who was chosen for the task because he's got big, cool eyes that never distract him from the target, is actively up here not looking at Sylvanas. <laughs> and, and then, like, um, the cinematic that like eventually plays is a direct callback reference to the end of the Sylvanas novel, and it is exactly as everyone anticipated, right? (laughs) Yes, my man, Anduin, features a brand new model. This is, or at least I think it's brand new. He is no longer in his big paladin armor. He is not a boy of war, because he reveals to Sylvanas, deep down inside whether it be he was tricked or whether it's legitimate, he got a little bit of joy in hurting people during his boss fight. Yeah. He was like, what, what, what do you do if you kind of liked it? And she was just like, just roll with it, baby. Yeah. He basically was like, Sylvanas, I feel guilty. One, because, um, you were judged very harshly for what you did when you were dominated but I wasn't, and then also, I kind of liked it. It was exhilarating. <laughs> okay, so, look, Anduin is really fucked up, right? Because to, just to say that, I, I get that he, felt, he probably felt like a rush of endorphins, like, swinging his weapon at his, like, friends. But, like, maybe he really is, like, he probably should step away, right? This is good for yeah, us. <laughs> yeah, this is... He got, like, void-touched for a hot second during BFA. He reveals now that his 
month in solitude, he was like, he got really fucking rad at some point. Like, I did stuff you guys didn't even know about. I squished a bunch of fairies. He he ain't doing good. He needs to go sit on a beach somewhere. I personally ate the heart of Willow Blossom, and it was exhilarating. <laughs> I switched Willow Blossoms because I wanted to eat the real one. You stomped on Flower Spirit. Oh no! <gasps> R.I.P. Flower Spirit. It was exhilarating. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, real talk, honestly, this is probably just Anduin being probably the most compassionate character that we've been presented with in current WoW. Like, he actually probably just feels a lot and is actually really caring about other people, so he thinks more about <laughs> these things than other people. Post-Shane post Dawson, I'm an empath clip. Oh, no. You don't understand, Sylvanus. I'm an empath. <laughs> these, these cinematics, though, these cinematics have been... They, they felt a little different. Is that just me? Like, they're not like your cookie-cutter wow, like, uh, cinematics. They feel like they have a little more depth to them. They carry the story forward a little better. And I'm really, really, really hoping that this is just a sign of, like, the old guard, they're done. The creeps are gone. We have new people in charge of the story. And we're going to make the story compelling and interesting. And it's going to be told well. I have not seen anybody really complain about any of the cinematics. They've been really well received for the most part. Yeah. And also, is this the first time that like an in-game cinematic has been like a direct reference to one of the novels? Uh, cinematic, mm, yes, yeah. I believe. I, You know, I cannot quantifiably, because I haven't read all the books, maybe there was an old Wrath cinematic where it's like, we must hang out with McClunky. And it's just like, I just never read the book McClunky was from. <laughs> Dude, McClunky's fucking boss. My favorite abomination. I want to say yes, but I, I Aaron, I, I fear there is some random fucking reference where he's like, he's in the background serving drinks. But it's great. Um, so Anduin, so, okay, so let me, let me get this straight. So now Anduin is wandering the mall looking for penance, while Sylvanas is like, I need 10 million souls. <laughs> Anduin, I would love to chew the fat with you and talk about domination, but I actually do want to get out of here. Are you gonna fucking help me or not? And he's like, nah, <laughs> I got shit to do. <laughs> I just wish there was some way I could give back to the community. <laughs> you can help with the, help me get the night elves off my back. No, no, that doesn't sound correct. I think I'll just kick some skulls around. I'm laughing so hard I can't <laughs> He does not give a shit. Which, our, our alliance king, he's like, you still fucked up, bitch. You got punishment to work through. I'm not with you. <laughs> I'm not doing that shit. <laughs> I, I fucked up for like two months. Do you know how long it was since Warcraft 3? You have <laughs> so much. Bitch, you bad. It's like, mm, I am bad. Are you going to help or not? <laughs> He's like, maybe I should help with like five souls. But like, that's probably all my domination is worth. My, my enchanted push broom is only so big, Sylvanus. I can only help with so much. <laughs> yes, thank you. I understand. She's, like, so beaten, she can't be like, <laughs> can you try harder? <laughs> She's just like, I appreciate the minuscule amount that you have done. And the amount of souls is less souls she has to get. 
I, I, yeah, I just thought it was good. It, and it really sets up for Anduin not being on the throne, basically. I, I'm just curious how the power transference is going to work. Is he going to take the portal from the mall back to Oribos to go to Stormwind and then walk back to the mall and start kicking the skulls around? Like, what's his ultimate game plan at the end of the day? Do we know, has anyone gone and clicked on Terralian? Because Terralian is there. He's sitting in the big chair. I was going to ask. Has anyone clicked? Yeah, he's there. Has anyone clicked to see what he says? No. Okay, well, you guys talk. (laughs) I'm going to be right back. I'm going to go talk to the man T. Yeah, because, like, I am very seldom in uh, Stormwind nowadays. Um, So I have not either. Yeah, and anytime I go to the castle, it's on characters who haven't started Shadowlands, so you still get my my baby boy Anduin. But I do know, if you go back, Terralian is sitting there in the big stone seat. I've just never thought to go back and chat with him, I guess. Also, also, I'm just realizing, Gen, as of the end of 9.2, he has a permanent residence in the Shadowlands for a bit, so it is unadulterated Terralian content out there now. We've really opened ourselves up to get bamboozled, to get tricked by the double agent that is Terralian. Isn't it kind of weird? Okay, like, I know Gen... Has, did Gen, Gen never... Did Gen ever cross the threshold into the Shadowlands? Or did he stay in Stormwind? He he's, stayed, right? He, he's he's right? in the Shadowlands. He, he didn't come with us initially, but at the end of Shadowlands, strangely, after the portal had closed... He took a mage portal, and, like, he's still standing there after he was there at the trial, and then he was there to tell you about Kalia, and I think he and his fake Growlina friend are still standing there. Isn't that weird that, like, he wouldn't, he hasn't sought out Liam? You think, as a father who's devastated by his son dying, he'd be like, I have to find Liam and talk to him about what happened. You know what I mean? It's been none of that, right? Yeah, or any of the Night Elf souls, because even even though I make a meme about, like, we're two separate people, like, he he did talk to them. He did interact with them a lot. Or at least even What's-Her-Face, who we know has a physical Mia. model in Ardenweald, who, like, was like, I'll open the portal. You take your, your knocked-out wife. And it's like, thank you, Night Elf lady. No, yeah, so you're, you're talking about my, like, priestess trainer, right? Astari? Yeah, we know she's in Shadowlands, and we know they have interacted, if if even briefly. I feel like it would be nice to have Gen go on a, a tour. Also, he's, he's old as fuck. He can talk to, like, Alexandros Morgrain. Wait, I thought you were going to say he's old as fuck. He'll be there in a few years anyways. <laughs> <laughs> he, will, he will after he sees what Terralian did with the carpets. I was going to say, what covenant do you think Gen would be? Because I don't think he joined the Night Fae. I think he'd no, probably be I, a Venthyr. I, I think he's a Necrolord. No, I, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think he'd be Venthyr because I don't think he personally has had enough to like that he needs to repent for, if that makes sense. I feel like he probably would be Necrolord if I had to place him. Yeah, no. I, oh, okay, not Kyrian? You don't think he's got like the, like, the warrior's might? No, like, but he's it, and I don't know. New Carrion is different, but I don't think he's willing to forget parts of his past to attain peace. Okay, everybody, I have finally landed at 
High Exarcturalian sitting on the throne of Stormwind Keep, and here's what he has to say. In King Anduin's absence, I have been entrusted with the protection of Alliance citizens. It feels like lifetimes ago that I helped a young Varian Rin secure his throne. Now I am charged with keeping it safe for his son. The Fourth War took a terrible toll on the Alliance. Our military might has been depleted. Stormwind's nobles are keen to see our defenses restored. Reclaiming Stromgard was a good first step. Perhaps there are other holdings of the old alliance that could be secured. End quote. Play Stormwind music underneath this. Because it's playing right now. Oh, of dramatic. course. <laughs> you know I always do during direct quotes. Okay, so my question is, I don't know when exactly that would have been added here. Like, because he's referencing things from BFA, right? From... The Fourth War, yeah. Yeah, like, early BFA, right? Because we took Stromgard at the same time that we destroyed Brill. Yeah, but, but he's saying the Fourth War took a terrible toll on the Alliance. The Fourth War, remember, the Fourth War is at the end of BFA. At the very yes. end of the campaign, B you B get BFA the Fourth War better. is the Fourth War. So he's his reference of, of, of Stromgard is just happenstance. He could be, I mean, for him... For for humans of the Alliance Kingdom, that is very Stromgard was the most important, yes. crucial part of the old world. Yes, as 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 much as I deny it, Stromgard is important. Yeah. So, but also his quote here, Aaron, could also mean that again might align with him in conjuncture with what we've just learned with Calia to like take back Gilneas, basically. Yeah. Honestly, my first thoughts with old other holdings of the old alliance that could be secured is Gilneas and Lordaeron. We're Lordaeron's already having its own thing. Well, obviously we ain't getting that. So it's Gilneas because we we ha we have Kulteris. We we already have that. And that's that's the mm, other That's one, very true. Think. So it's yeah. got to be Gilneas, right? It has to we're, be. We're we're uniting all of the old humans, which makes me wonder, do you think a Stromgardian looks different? than, like, the big ape people of Stormwind? No. Do you think eventually we'll have a Stromgard human? Well, no, they look the same, but I I do think we are going to see possibly a, a Stromgard kind of, like, resurrected. There's one one person left of that family. I can't remember the last name. What is their last name? The, the, Trollbane? The yes, there's one Trollbane left. Who could easily just be like, yo, I'm the king of Stromgard. And I'm yo, the last he's, heir. he's been stuck in honor hold in BC for forever. Get my man out of the Burning Crusade, please. I mean, honestly, old man Turalyon, that might be at the top of his mind. Who knows? Well, if that's the case, then Turalyon can't be bad because that means my dad wants to hang out with him. <laughs> I can't have Gen be problematic. No. He's learned so much. Well, another interesting kind of secret-ish type storyline that's happened in 9.2.5 is we've gotten new Venari lore, which I'm actually happy about because I feel like at the beginning of Shadowlands, Venari was presented as like the main bitch, right? Like, I, I'm just glad that she's back in like some kind of lore again. Yeah, it, it's weird because, okay... Have any of you guys gone to talk to Venari since? No, uh, like <laughs> I, I saw, 
I would see she'd be there because you have to see her on your way to go to like Torghast. But I haven't spoken to her ever since I got exalted <laughs> and got my horse. After that, I was like, you have nothing for me, wench. Once uh, they opened up Torghast to have all the wings, I, I ran past her several times to get like legendary memories on <laughs> my people. And I've just never stopped to look at her. But apparently now she's purple and like ethereal because she's not really there anymore. She made an illusion of herself like, uh, well, the Primus. Yeah, she made an echo of herself because there is a storyline you can unlock where you discover her, air quotes, corpse in Xerath Mortis at the... Fuck, what is the place called where you, like, make tear if you need it? Ooh, the Catalyst Creation. There. I think so, I, right? I have not utilized it nearly as much as I should. No, I don't think she's there. I, I think she's in somewhere... Again, we haven't... <laughs> no one's not able to talk to her. But I, I think she's in a different spot in Xerath Mortis. She is... Her corpse is in Xerath Mortis somewhere. I couldn't tell you where, though. Well, okay, eggs on all of our faces, because none of us have actually done this. I just wanted to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is important, especially because it was so secretive that I haven't seen anyone even talk about it. You brought it to our attention that she is this ghost, and she got zapped somewhere in Zary Morty, and not even Squishy himself has talked about it. Yeah, so there is apparently... If you find her corpse and interact with it for a set amount of days in a row, then you'll get a letter mailed to you. Yeah, so if you talk to her, uh, talk to the corpse after five days, then you get a piece of mysterious mail in your inbox. And apparently the letter reads, the title is, To my working partner, you know, which is what she would always call you during all of your questing on the early days. She says, I do hope... You did not think I died within Xerath Mortis. I would apologize, but what is a fake death between working partners? My plans went off without a hitch, as you mortals say. Thanks to your help, I was able to create a device in Xerath Mortis that allows me to travel the cosmos. I am no longer bound to the Maw, and now Cartel Vey, her cartel, her, her old cartel, will believe that I am dead. There is an entire existence for me to explore with plenty of opportunities. In fact, I met someone named Zolartios, who has offered to serve as my guide. I am sure we will meet again when I have need of a reliable asset. Regards, Venari. Interesting that she chooses to still go by Venari after leaving her clan. I felt like yeah. it would have been really powerful to be like, It's from your girl, Nari. Which is what um, Fareem did, right? Yeah, he doesn't have a, like, two le two to three letters apostrophe name, so I assume his name is just Fareem. I thought it was Fa-comma-reem. You know what Apost is it? Apostrophe. <laughs> is it not Fa-apostrophe-reem? Fa is it just one word, Fareem? Yeah, this was a storyline yeah. at the beginning, I think. F-I-R-I-M. He is unaffiliated. Once I hit Exalted in Zeroth Mortis, I have never, yep, yep. ever it gone was, back to It says anything. here on the Wowpedia, Fareem, parentheses, formerly Al-Fareem. Okay, look at that. Listen, this one thing I don't care about is Zeroth Mortis lore, so this is good that you guys are here to take care of me. 
But, okay, something interesting about this letter, though, is Zolartios, the one that Venari said is her guide to the cosmos and who knows where she's traveling, is actually somebody that we've interacted with before. It's the person, like, remember, like, if, was it a pre-order thing? The, like, worm mount? Ooh, that was, the that one would that get... came out of the worm's butt? Yeah. What? How did I miss this part? Yeah, so we've interacted with him, and he's known as the Eternal Traveler. And that's why it's called the Eternal Traveler set. And, you know, we've so we've interacted with him before, which means that we definitely are going to see Venari again at some point. What? I didn't even realize this guy was even important. I thought it was just some dude that popped out of your worm butt. <laughs> or, like, if your Aaron just casually got somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he showed up and I mugged him into giving me the quest to get the little bits and bobbles. Wow, how did I miss that? That's amazing. So after the five days, what? there's a toy you can get, right? I, I I think after you interact with the corpse, I think she sends you the letter and this toy's attached to it? Yes, okay, so yeah, in the letter is the stored wisdom device, and it's a repository of Venari's voice lines. It'll spawn a stored wisdom device, and you can talk to it for a couple of options. It lasts for five minutes, has a 30-minute cooldown, and you can talk, like, basically talk to it. And it has a archive of all of her, like, remember when you were questing with her, and it's like, rule one, rule two, like, whenever you made it to, like, a new level of friendship with her or whatever. I wonder if people really just appreciated her lines, or if that was an Anna voice actor's, like, <laughs> clause it's like you have to be you have to have my voice replayable otherwise i'm not coming back i know jeffy's not making overwatch 2 <laughs> do you think other people can hear this or do you think it's just a personal you can hear this probably a personal i hope everyone can so that we can all spawn them and all ask her things and yes. it's just like blah 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 blah, blah, blah. just a, a roar of anna rule 1 rule 5 rule 2 rule 6 rule 34 I don't want oh, to talk about this no. one. That would be a great thing to include in her, like, click secret lines. I would love that. Also, do you guys know that they're still doing that? If you click in character, like, six times, they'll say, like, a secret line where it's like, get the fuck out of here, beep! Yeah, it's known as, like, their angered line, and every, I think every character has it. But, like, um, okay, so attached to the toy is, it, it has, like, a additional, like, little note on it that isn't voice acted, and she says that, like, she attached it as a gift for our help. And she says, I have meticulously recorded my own sage wisdom. <laughs> when you find yourself wondering what you should do, you need only ask. This device should provide you a sufficient response for the situation. And if it doesn't, well, then it's your own fault. <laughs> as a last entry, I also included all my rules, lest you forget. We aren't in the mall anymore, mall walker. But they are all salient to the lives we live and wherever we go. I have a sneaking suspicion that this toy is going to be involved in the next big secret finding yes, thing. Yes, you pull it out a specific place after doing a specific thing, and it'll be like, I never thought you would find this secret. And then she, like, tells you the location of the next mana worm. So, like, are you saying that, like, um, you know, it's been, like, six years since we had the Ilganoth Whispers? Um, are people going to be, like, referencing Venari's seven rules for future secrets? 
I'm I'm almost positive that the secret finding community is already going to really weird spots and spawning this toy. What is the cooldown? Is it five minute cooldown? Thirty minute cooldown. Oof, man, I feel sorry for those sons of bitches because if, if that was me, I would be going pressing this button on cooldown at weird spots. Something's gonna happen. And now time for me to send a special secret message to our $5 a month patrons. Although it's not very secret because everyone can hear it. We're talking about Tijerla, chaotic bifactional. Fourth host of the podcast, your monkey. Ahoy Vince, a.k.a. Nathanos, killed himself to see Sylvanas and she won't even pick up the phone. Inslink slash Drag Race, Crucifix, Saracen Hawk, Joe No Nips Dorno. Gershom. She's never going to be one of the crowd. <laughs> Hoax asking Grylina to say, For the Horde. Vanderlyo, who says, Happy birthday to Joe No Nips Dorno. And Will, aka Tire, Trade Chat's Fallen Father. And with that, we're out of here. If you have any comments, questions, complaints, send us an email at do not relentpod at gmail.com. Enter our contest. Send us a picture of you in an area no one's been in. You've already heard this bit, but send it to our Discord or Twitter or email. Send it wherever you fucking want to. What about you guys? Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me, Alex or Immunization, on Twitter at New Era Alex, or you could follow our podcast Instagram account on the gram at do not relent. You can find me, Aaron the Human, at the Big Cheesy on Twitter.com. You can read the show's literary musings at do not relent.livejournal.com. You can watch my Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash AaronDNR. And as said at the top of the show, listen to Immunization and I on episode 48 of Thrall's Balls. See you guys next week and or in the bonus episode being recorded right after this. And if you subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash do not relent, you can hear the aftermath. It's like untucked for drag race. It's pretty good. We're drunk or get drunker. If you ain't subscribing to do not relent after dark, you're only getting half the story. It's pride month, bitch. And remember... If you can't love the show, who else is gonna? Another down. Do not relent. Do Not Relent is a podcast within the 3HNC network, representing U.S. Proudmore's premier podcasts. That was a very good wish.